the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. I'm not an expert at all things financial. I talk all things financial, and I do my very, very best to give you 20-plus years of experience in both as an investment advisor, working with financial planners, and just doing this for a living, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week. Uh, You get kind of good at it, and you get kind of good at figuring out why people make mistakes. Um. And it's sometimes heartbreaking because there's people out there who, like, are you preparing your portfolio for the next time it falls apart? Market hits all-time highs seven out of ten years. So I'm not going to use a a dirty word, but screw you, person who tries to scare people into, are you prepared for a a market that goes down? Do you want upside with limited risk downside, I'm going to sell you a product that makes me a lot of money. Whoops, internal editor on. Do you want upside with limited downside? I've got the product for you. I hate those people. I hate them. If I could put them in a uh, a room of argon gas and melt them, I would. Um, because that's how much hate I have for people who hurt you financially speaking. Then again, they give you a contract to read over. And you're just being stupid by not signing it. You're just being stupid by falling for a sales pitch. Financially stupid, that is. Not stupid. Stupid is, stupid does. Okay. Um, I want you to stay focused on retirement. There is 66 million Americans that have no emergency savings. And that is not acceptable. Um... I have a dead animal in my roof right now. How can I tell? Well, I set up a fly trap, and I've caught probably, I want to say, 200 flies. The smell is horrific. Um, I don't want to get up there. That's too much liability for me. I don't want to get on a ladder. I don't want to crawl through a, a crawl space. 
I don't want to get up there and find a dead animal. It's just not me. So I, I have to pay someone. It's not an emergency. I want to get rid of it before it you know, harms the wood or invites more ants or something in. Uh, but, you know, I have that extra $200, $300 to pay someone to do that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be anywhere near a ladder if I don't have to be. So I know you're saying that's very manly of you. Thank you. Um, a lot of what I try to do on the show is very old-fashioned. And it's just kind of like I have to repurpose it. So sometimes I'll say things like, you know, having a child is expensive. Uh, it's just a reminder. I've got a friend who she was engaged when she was 32. She'd been engaged for six or seven years. She was kind of getting tired of it. So she ends up dumping that guy. Um, finds another guy, gets engaged, gets married. And within a year, they're pregnant. And it's a, it's a big thing. It's a Bay Area couple that, you know, at one point in time was making about, you know, $250,000 as a couple. That's a lot of money as a couple. It's not bad. In the Bay Area, you could do okay on that. But now when you get a third mouth and maybe get a reduced ability to work from one of the two parents, Bayer is not going to be appropriate anymore. So sometimes you just have to remind people, kids are expensive. Make sure that's what you're very, very, very comfortable with. Um, over 250 years ago, Benjamin Franklin strung together a handful of proverbs called Poor Richard's Almanac. It's worth picking up. I know you're saying you're kidding. Uh, but there's like dumb phrases like, a man may, if he knows not how to save as he gets, keep his nose all of his life to the grindstone and die not worth a groat at last. A fat kitchen makes a lean well. If you would be wealthy, think of savings as well as getting. Uh, holy crap, there's a lot going on in that statement. Keep his nose all his life to the grindstone. Okay, so if you don't save, you're going to work until the day you die. And you're going to die not worth a groat. I don't know what a groat, G-R-O-A-T, is. But a fat kitchen makes a lean well. I love that line. Uh, I can You can interpret that a lot of ways, right? Uh, you eat a lot. Uh, you're going to die young and not be able to work because you're overweight. If you have a lot in your kitchen, you may end up throwing away a lot of food, which costs money. Um, so there's a lot to think about there. Rich people focus on earnings. They tend to have at least three streams of income. Wealth is also defined by how much of your income you keep and invest, not just by how much you earn. The taxes are indeed... Oh, here's another um, Benjamin Franklin. The taxes are indeed very heavy, but we have many others, and more grievous to some of us. We are taxed twice as much by our idleness, three times as much by our pride, and four times as much by our folly. Okay. Not the easiest read, is it? But mastering your money, you got to start thinking differently than the average person. A lot of people find comfort in, in their lives a little bit too early. Um, they avoid thinking nostalgically. They see money as a friend. Getting rich begins with the way you think and what you believe about making money. Anyone can become wealthy. If you want to separate yourself from the crowd, start with your mentality. Um, don't sit around. Don't be idle. Um, lose the pride. 
Um, when I started off in the financial world, I started off, you know, being the smartest guy in the room because I worked hardest. Uh, I worked the hardest. I had to lose a lot of my pride. I wasn't book smart. I was going to become the smartest person in the room by outworking you. I had to get up early, so I had to kill the folly. Yeah, I can go out and party every night, and I've done that. You do that too much, and you don't have that ability to get up early. Um, getting up early is not a lot of fun. Okay, one more. Sloth, so says Benjamin Franklin, makes all things difficult, but industry all easy. He that riseth late must trot all day and shall scarce overtake his business at night. While laziness travels so slowly that poverty soon overtakes him, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Again, the wealthiest, most successful people, sometimes what it comes down to is put in more hours, and they have fun doing it. So you can study self-made millionaires. 86% of rich people work an average 50 hours or more a week. And only 6% of the wealthy people found themselves unhappy because of work. I love what I do. It's a blessing to do what I do. Um, I get up super early, and you know, I'll be honest with you, some days that's not fun. But getting up before everyone else and getting work done before everyone else, it it it, it translates into me 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 in success. Sometimes you need to be lucky to be rich. But you can make your own luck by doing a lot more homework than other people. It's called diligence. To start making your own luck, you got to face failure, but you got to do a lot of experimenting. You got to do a lot of homework. You got to be as educated as you can on every little detail that can make things change. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking investing and more. I was just doing some Ben Franklin shtick, and I think it's pretty insightful of some of the things that could be 250 years old and can still be translated into something powerful today. Um, today's show, I'm kind of playing around with a little bit about our credit issues in the United States. I'm still stunned and shocked when I see things like 66 million Americans have no emergency savings. The IMF is downgrading the outlook for the U.S. economy, which means we're going to have to save more. 
We're going to have to invest more. We're going to have to save harder. We're going to have to invest harder. And we should look for every opportunity to increase our income harder. Can't sit by and go, la di da di da di da 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 Let's see what's on TV tonight. Ooh, ooh, we got the Giants game on. I enjoy a good baseball game. You know why I like baseball? Baseball puts me to sleep. It's the most relaxing sport in the world to watch on television because it's all about statistics. And when I look at statistics, I instantly get, like, groggy. So if I see Buster Posey is hitting 300, ultimately, let's just say he's going to get a hit one in every three times off the bat. And he's 0-2, then he's probably going to get a hit in the third one. That's my thought process, right? And by watching baseball and just concentrating on those those kind of numbers, um, I'm out. I'm out like a light because I'm not thinking about, you know, oh, my gosh, do I have to earn more money? Oh, my gosh, do I have to uh, save more money? Oh, my God, do I have to, you know, I don't like that guy at work. That guy at work is a jerk. And you know who you are. Um, for me, meditation is a wonderful thing. I meditate every night before I go to bed. It's kind of like prayer. Um, I get simple thoughts in my head of things that are important to me. Um, and I fall asleep. And so I was once explained what prayer is. Um, it's kind of a nice way of remembering people you love. Um, and I like that. So, and I learned that earlier, early on as a kid, but... I meditate about the people that I love and think about, and I try to simplify every thought in my head, and bam, I go out, right? So that's why I like baseball. But 66 million Americans have no emergency savings. And I look at parents today, and I find it comical. Because you look at kids today versus kids, you know, when we were growing up, and, you know, probably our parents would say the same thing. Um... I've talked to a 77-year-old man recently. He's like, yeah, I remember playing on a cement floor. And okay, so it's not quite as bad as like walking to school with no shoes. Or, you know, we couldn't afford water, so we just spit in a cup and drink that. You're like, ooh. But parents today are putting too much pressure on themselves, way too much pressure. And they're overspending because of it, and they're undersaving. And I find that rough, you know. There's federal guidelines on like car safety seats, so you don't need the one that's the cutest one. Uh, a kid's safety seat, it, it's going to be pooped on, it's going to be vomited on, uh, milk is going to get spilled all over it, uh, it's going to be nasty and filthy. So why get one from Tiffany's or you know, the, the most expensive one? It's, it's probably the biggest diseased item in your home. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating that. But yet, why do we go high-end on it? There's no difference between high-end and low-end, according to federal safety standards, right? Um, Raising kids is the most important thing we've ever done, and because of that, you know, we're deeply committed to the cause. And because of that, you get really emotional. And that's terrifying. And that's when consumers are at their weakest. And that's when we could be, you know... Um, that's when we could be uh, advertised to. That's when we could be manipulated into buying things that we don't need to buy. And that's like one of the reasons why like, insurance salespeople are like, so don't you love your family? Don't you want to take care of your family? Here, buy this whole life policy. You don't need whole life. Whole life's the dumbest thing I can imagine. Not the dumbest, but pretty darn close. 
you know, my grandmother who died at 93, um, did she, did anyone under her need life insurance when she died? No. She, if she had gone with term life, she would have saved millions of dollars that she could have left as an inheritance. Or she could have left as, you know, she could have spent and enjoyed. But because, you know, we get emotional when we buy life insurance. You know, don't you want the safety? Like, even like the, the people who sell cars, and I hate you car financing people. The financing officers who are like, yes, do you see yourself having this vehicle for a long time? Then you need paint protection. Uh, think about how many cars get destroyed, like in car accidents after year one, two, three. And you really didn't need 10-year paint protection. And after 10 years, do you really care? And after five, should you care if the paint's not looking brand new? You shouldn't care. In my opinion, you're, you're just vain. Uh, and you'll find that with the uh, paint protections, you know, they could range as $800 for an application. They're like, well, when we factor that into your six-year loan, that's only, you know, $8 a month. Still $900, you know. And if you negotiate with them, you could get it for 200 And you're like, what, what the hell's going on here? So I think a lot of parents, you know, uh, we forget that when we were kids, we turned out okay. And we didn't have $600 iPads. Um, and, that you know, educational toys don't necessarily uh, translate into your kid getting a scholarship. So maybe be better off throwing that $600 iPad expense into a college savings account. College is the only th- only thing we know can guarantee a better future for our kids. Uh, you know, I started the segment by telling you I had a friend who, she was engaged, dumped him, then got engaged again, instantly got pregnant. So the new husband, or the new fiancé, didn't even get a... Neither of these two really got to enjoy each other and travel together and get to know each other and you know, make love under a Caribbean moon and now screaming kid that's going to put pressure on you to like make him perfect uh, is just going to mess up that marriage. In my opinion, <laughs> let me throw that out there. Um, college is the best thing you could do for your kids. And I, you know, for a couple, I say, you know, having a kid today is 250000 If you're going to throw like super expensive toys at them, uh, it's going to be $330,000 minimum from age 0 to 17. And then you're going to send them to college. Uh, that's going to be another $250,000. So having a kid today is a $500,000 decision. Now look at your income and figure out how much you're going to make over 40 years. And $500,000 is going to that kid. Two kids is a million dollars. Does your income over the next 40 years equal a million dollars, two million, three million? And then you have to save, then you have to have a house. Stuff adds up. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Welcome in, Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Two people have accused Starbucks of deliberately underfilling lattes, and they filed a lawsuit against um, Starbucks. The court has allowed the lawsuit to go on. Um, is it a 16-ounce grande? Is it measured without milk foam or in its cooled state? Um, to me, this just seems to be without merit. Um, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, you know, someone smarter than me is going to have to weigh in on that one. U.S. home prices rose 5.9% in April from a year earlier as job growth spurred some competition uh, for a limited number of listings. Values have increased steadily as buyers bolstered by that improving labor market and easing mortgage standards battle for you know very tight supply of inventory on the market. Uh, the existing home sales, not all home sales, just the existing, uh, rose to their highest level since February 2007. Prices hit the highest ever as well. This is a sign that there's durable demand going on right now, uh, despite some ongoing headwinds with affordability. So, um, Tesla. i got to hit Tesla, don't I? Um, I have to hit Tesla. They made an offer to buy solar energy provider Solar City for a $2.7 billion deal that would consolidate the uh, energy-related businesses that Elon Musk runs. Um, Musk sounded thrilled at the prospect, but Tesla shares uh, are getting beat up pretty hard today. So... It's kind of weird when you own a lot of shares of Tesla. You're the founder of Tesla and Solar City, and you're like, "Yeah, let's let's I'm going to buy that company." So it's going to bring together the stationary power storage business that Tesla has been developing with Solar City's expertise in rooftop solar panels. Musk says it will allow one-stop shopping for business and homeowners who want solar power and a battery system to store the energy from sunlight after the sun goes down. He refers to it painless, easy, everything works. Um, we'll see um, about lawsuits that, that emerge from this. So Solar City shares up 17%, uh, while Tesla shares down 13%. From what I've seen from the Wall Street community, they're not very happy with this. The commercial success of Elon Musk's vertical integration idea hinges in terms of turning a profit rather than generating high market capitalization on battery technology that would have mass rather than niche appeal. So the assumption upon which Musk's concepts and Tesla's market capitalization is built that Tesla's betting on the right battery technology, no one will come up with a much better one. That's a pretty big assumption, and it's an assumption that's far from safe. So cheap, reliable energy storage is essentially the idea of an off-the-grid, solar-powered household. You know, our homes need energy at night when the sun's not shining. Our homes have refrigerators and air conditioners and other appliances. And a Tesla charging station in the garage, so it needs a good battery. Tesla's power wall doesn't necessarily fit that bill, if only because the cost of the energy it supplies, including amortization, is higher than the grid prices. So... 
Uh, Tesla's already killed off the more powerful version of the Powerwall due to low demand, and even Solar City has taken some time to figure out how to you know make its systems work better with the battery. Um, now, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, we have the Gigafactory coming in Nevada. When it comes online, Tesla's working on improving it by using more and more silicon rather than graphite. You know, it's a promising path so far, but battery technology is such a hot field today. Hundreds of teams are working on different approaches to make lighter, cheaper, uh, more efficient batteries. And, you know, Nissan, Toyota, Volkswagen, if they can perfect the lithium-ion cell, Nissan's approach appears to be similar to Tesla's. Um, what would happen if someone comes up with something better? So Toyota and VW bought a battery tech startup called Quantum Scape in 2014, and they're working on a solid-state technology that would replace the liquid electrolyte and crystal materials. So big risk, huge risk, if you ask me. Um, I don't own shares of Tesla, and I probably won't in large part because... It's a lot of ifs and buts, and uh, if they get to, uh, you know, the, the Model 3 on time, if they can supply, you know, the demand. So there's that phrase on Wall Street, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party would have. So some of the headlines are, you know, um, along the lines of, Elon Musk just kicked shareholders in the teeth. It's not a good headline. It's not a good headline, in my opinion, if you're asking me. So, just throwing it out there. The U.S. consumer is something we have to look at on a regular basis. And how healthy is the consumer? So, um, higher income earners are inclined to save and invest rather than spend. Ultimately, their funds translate into capital or loans provided to the rest of the private sector. The higher the concentration of income and wealth the more asymmetry between savers and borrowers in terms of numbers and creditworthiness. Too much capital may be chasing too few creditworthy borrowers, particularly in an environment of abnormally low interest rates where non-bank loan growth has been aggressive. Two-thirds of lower-income earners are struggling to cover their expenses. Two-thirds of lower-income earners are struggling to cover their expenses. That's not good. Um, and they say that their income either did not cover their expenses or barely did so. So, a lot of risk going on out there right now. Auto loans are much higher for loans issued. Striking that auto loan delinquencies are much higher for loans issued in the past couple of years. Um, I recently was pricing a, a new vehicle just to see what loan payments would be. It's pretty shocking. Uh, if you get a forty thousand dollar vehicle, and let's say you finance all of it, you're looking at you know eight hundred dollars of a month of a, a bill. That's pretty big. Can people afford that out there? Can average people afford that? So uh, I don't know. But yeah, if you start looking at some of the numbers um, as far as uh, the spiking. We're starting to fall behind and going more delinquent on credit card delinquencies. We're starting to fall behind and spike in a very short period of time on auto loans. 
So if you look at kind of a delinquency run of, say, 48 months, um, and you look back at some of the, you know, the delinquencies of 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, um, they started more slow. And, uh, you know, this you know, first 12 months of a 48-month comparison is spiking. Uh, consumer non-performing loans are higher for oil-dependent states. Consumer non-performing loans are rising in over 90% of the 50 states right now. So I'm not going to be alarmed by that because I don't want to put that thought in your head. Um, but I don't think it's great either. Disney theme parks are suffering a little bit right now, and Disney as a, a company is struggling. You have a, a situation where an alligator kills a two-year-old child, right? Um... But you also have a situation where you now have to go through metal detectors at their theme parks. And, you know, the world's happiest place is a Disney theme park, right? Not so much. Um, it's become harder for Americans to pull off a vacation to get into the utopia that is Disney, you know, without some sort of reminder that it's a horrible world out there in reality, um, they say the happiest place on earth is Disney, right? I, the unhappiest place on earth is Disney's parking lot at 7 p.m. when the kids are leaving after having a day of, of soda, sugar, candy, heat, sunshine, wait in line, wait in line, wait in line. Go to a parking lot at Disney, any of them, um, at 7 p.m. and you'll uh, notice that it's uh, not the happiest place on earth. So the question is right now is, is Disney's image tarnished? Uh, you get an alligator attack where it appears from the stories that are coming out that Disney employees knew about it. Disney employees knew that there was alligators. People who live in Florida know there's alligators. Uh, typically, if you live in Florida and you see a lake, there's a fence around it. Um, so the company's stock price is fine. If this turns into a horrific, you know, scenario of a lawsuit, the stock will be fine. Um, the bigger question is, down the road, is do we as parents start thinking of um, the safety of our kids? You know, the Orlando shooting in a nightclub. Um, who in their right mind thinks, you know, hey, I'm going to go out dancing tonight. Um, clubs are going to have to get security. Everyone's going to have to get security, it feels like. You saw the the person from The Voice who was shot in Orlando a day before the, the mass shootings. Uh, someone just walked in with a gun and shot her. So you got to live in that world of fantasy, or do you? So in you know zoos, the child who fell into a gorilla cage, the gorilla had to get shot. Strange, strange, strange times we live in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Equities are steady ahead of tomorrow's Brexit referendum. Woo! Crude oil is trimming some gains uh, following some inventory data. Heavily weighted healthcare and financials are leading the markets today. Um, Taking a look at the markets, I see slight gains. Uh, sideways to slight gains. Nothing dramatic happening. Oil at $50 a barrel. That's a big round number that people tend to focus on, big round numbers. Um, home prices increased 5.9% in the month of April. Um, existing home sales hit... Um, what did they hit? They hit an 11-year high? Let me check that. That might be 9-year. Uh, existing Oh, 9-year high. Now, here's one of the negatives on existing home sales rise to a 9-year high. If I were to tell you the passion in my relationship just hit an all-time high, probably has nowhere to go but down. If I were to tell you I have just ran the fastest mile in my life, probably has nowhere to go but down. So sometimes when you break records, <clears throat> you slow back down. And again, it's not to say that, hey, we won't turn into a, a nation that's always buying and selling homes just every minute just because it's fun. But that's not going to happen, right? Are you with me or are you against me? Hey, guess what, everyone? Speaking about being with me. Fair tickets. 800-516-1220. I've got a family four-pack for the Alameda County Fair, the Spirit of Summer. It's going on now through July 4th. There's concerts every day. There's things like pig racing. Now, I'm not saying that you should gamble on pig racing. But I think you should gamble once on your life on pig racing. Bet on the fattest one. Everyone always goes for the skinny ones. But the Alameda County Fair with the fourth. It's Big O Tires Concert Series, Extreme Action Sports, Monster Trucks, Demolition Derbies, Extreme Rodeo. I don't even know what Extreme Rodeo is. So I'm fascinated already. And that goes on through July 4th. Call right now to get a family four-pack of tickets. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Some of the concerts are going to be Cool and the Gang, Leanne Rimes, Eric Burden and the Animals, Tower of Power, Joe Nichols, Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, Great White, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get your game on. Is that how that went? I'm sorry. I probably just embarrassed everyone, including myself. Um, AlamedaCountyFair.com for more information. AlamedaCountyFair.com. So two sets of four pack tickets to go to the <coughs> to go to the fair, and uh, still got many many days left. It goes all the way till July fourth. You can find out more information at Alameda County Fair, but to get winning tickets right now, eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Um, Snapchat has just done something that's kind of cool. They've taken an early lead in the area of augmented reality. You've probably heard of augmented reality. You probably don't think a lot about augmented reality. Um, you know, virtual reality, we've kind of heard of. We've, you know, seen the Oculus Rift. Some people have used the Google virtual reality cardboard box that they're selling. Um, imagine driving direction showing up over the road in front of you or selling instructions floating above the Ikea furniture, that's augmented reality. And augmented reality is when graphics are projected in a physical scene, augmenting what's already there. 
Microsoft's developing the HoloLens. Google's developing room scanning technology with a project called Project Tango. But very development. Snapchat has already monetized the technology. It's going to sound silly when I say this because you're going to say that's not augmented reality. But filters in Snapchat let users turn their head into a Doritos Loco Taco or pour a container of Gatorade over their head. I know you're saying, okay, I'm getting it now. So augmented reality is being starting to uh, be put to use, especially with sponsors. Snapchat is evolving beyond just another social media platform. It's running the first social augmented reality platform. It's using facial recognition technology to create a live and interactive image the user can play with before snapping the final picture. It's not as ambitious as having directions um, for how to get to Lake Tahoe thrown from your car straight onto the road so you know, like, hey, you've only got four more miles before your turn. But it's pretty cool. Snapchat reaches 41% of millennials each day. Users spend an average of 20 seconds playing with a sponsored filter. Compare that with a video ad on YouTube that users can skip after five seconds and you can see how powerful Snapchat's technology is. Gatorade filter created for the Super Bowl is a great example. So, you know, at the end of a football game, someone gets Gatorade dumped on them. The coach gets Gatorade dumped on them. So now you could do that. So, um, I don't know. The whole augmented angle is, again, very young. So you're going to have to be very patient on what we're seeing with it. But... When you see Snapchat's hiring people from Microsoft and Google and Qualcomm and Nokia, um, focusing on advertisers and higher engagement with that advertise that product is, you know, I'd sponsor, you know, um, any charity if they were going to tell me I'm going to get. It. There's this guy who does, he's a realtor, and he donates, you know, a lot of money to a school foundation, um, and he gives away one free. One free sell per year. So if you bid on auction, you got a million dollar house. You could save, you know, a lot of money by not having to pay his commissions. Uh, so you're paying the commissions to the school in an auction kind of thing. That's the thought. Um, that's incredible branding, and advertisers love that kind of stuff. Being put in front of people who actually use the product. Anyway, um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Um, let's take a break here. We'll talk soon. Um, find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.